Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me is Ryan Greening. How's it going, Ryan? Hey, Joe. Good to be back again. Yeah, I gave you a week off. Really good episode. You did. Yeah, really good episode with Matthew Hausen. Did you get a chance to listen? Yep. It was the first one. I don't listen to the ones that I'm on. Yeah. So it was the first one that I listened to in quite a long time. So, yeah, I loved it. Awesome. Awesome. So You guys really went on. Huh? Oh, you I could have really gone went on. I, I only hit half my notes. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So might have to do a part two with him. Maybe I'll oh, come absolutely. up to days. You got to get him back as many times as you can. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going to be busy doing his own thing. Uh, so, so the people at home know... We don't use the camera when we, when you and I Skype, but I use the cam right. I use the camera with Matthew, and Matthew's got a legitimate studio. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's nuts. It's good. It's awesome, though. I mean, so. All right, so should we start out with local or national stuff, or? Uh, what do you what do you got for national stuff? Well. Nothing too huge. Um, RCGP was last week. Oh, yeah, that happened. Did you get a chance to see it? Uh, I saw a little bit of, like, qualifying. Um, I meant to watch a, more of it than I did because I saw that it wasn't just an Ongaro ass-kicking. Right. It was pretty good. Track looked awesome. Track, Yeah. There were pros complaining about the gate starch, which was totally disappointing. Yeah. They cannot see past the end of their own nose. Sure. They want RC to be popular. They want it to be mainstream. They want it to be in the media. But they want to do the same boring starts. They want to do the same boring qualifying that's not going to get the people that's not going to be a draw doing it the old way agreed sure the gate starts can be improved upon they can spread it out a little wider they could stagger it they could do whatever they could make it so first place gets out a car length or half car length there and stagger it that way but this, oh man, the hatred and the stupidity. It's like, yeah, I get it. It's hard. And there is a lot of um, luck involved, for sure. Was there a lot of carnage? A couple of the races. I'd say half of them, yeah. Okay. But, you know, the carnage didn't happen right off the gate a lot of the times. It happened in the first corner. But it's... It's one of those things. It, racers, we have plenty of first-turn carnage at MNRC events. Oh, yeah, for sure. With a traditional nitro start. Yeah. So At any event, yeah, any, any yeah. event out there for sure. But um, they were for sure fun to watch. It, cool. It was awesome to watch the starts. Um, my thoughts on Cav are coming more and more true every day 
as far as uh, him not being committed or yeah, him I think he's leaving S Works or what? No, not leaving S Works. I think he's leaving Yokomo. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe leaving S Works, but I don't know. I think he's done. Over it. I think he's over it just because this was a real chance to do something. He hasn't done anything well since his second place at the Nationals, and he he ain't limping, but he was just stuck. He couldn't gain anything on Spencer, all that. But this was his chance to do something, and he just crapped the bed. Yeah. So, I don't know. This is frustrating. My volume's not staying where it needs to be, but I'll keep working on it. For some reason, the volume's trying to crank itself. Okay. I don't care, though. I'll just so, yeah, uh, David Ronafolk got a win, right? Yes. He's been chasing that all year. And it, from what it sounded like, he was he was maybe in the running to double up. And then he had issues. He had a, what did he have, a receiver go out or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, it's, you know, the pros, they have... A lot more failure than guys like us because they're really pushing their stuff to the limit. Everything. Sure. So, um, also, uh, JQ and Adam Drake started talking again, I guess, at the RCGP. Oh, yeah. I wonder what the what was the genesis of that. Is there any, you got any background info? or? No, I just heard they started talking again, and hopefully JQ doesn't mess it up because... I think Adam Drake is the way Mugen is going to get into the RCGP. Okay. Uh, I don't see any. I mean, obviously the head guys at Mugen have to agree with it. Do you think they're going to pick up steam next year? You think a few more people are going to? I don't think it's going to be like an instant no. From year one to year two, the floodgates open. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you see a few more companies dipping their toes in next year? Yes, the that's com- good. The companies that committed this year are are already committed for next. Oh, excellent! Another thing is, so I was listening to the No Name RC podcast, and um, the RCGP in itself got. A million organic views. That means there's stuff th- that's just stuff from their own pages. That's it's not from reposts, etc., etc. People found their YouTube channel. People found their Facebook page and watch stuff from there. Sure. So that's pretty cool. That's super cool. Um, and now they have they're clipping things together. And now they're going to have an actual product to show outside sponsors to where they didn't have a physical product to show outside sponsors before they just had the idea. Sure. So I think year two is going to be great. I think it's going to be um, not me. Man, if that, if that meant that Mugen went and it was a Drake and Mayfield team. I I don't know what it is that draws me to that guy so much. I Mayfield. He's not. Yeah, he's not like 
a perfect example of a human being or anything, but that's not I don't really care about that. I just God, I like the way he drives. He's an average guy that drives his ass off. I mean yeah. not average. I mean he's a elite driver, but he lives like an average guy, I should say. Sure. Um yeah, I I, I might pay a little more attention. Oh, if they sure. grab a name like that for yeah. next year. They had fantastic coverage all year long. I'm excited for year two for RCGP. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, hopefully it picks up steam. Definitely. All right. Let's see what else we got. Hmm. There's There might be um, some more carpet wars going on in on-road. Yeah, I see some gray stuff poking its head out. Yeah, at uh, Donnie Leah's track. At, I believe it's 360V2 Raceway. I wanted to talk to Andrew about it because he was at Donnie's race in New York where they debuted, well, debuted in America, I should say. They've been running on this carpet in Europe for 15 years now. What's the difference versus, well, the only surface that i know which is dollar hobbies um black crc from what i've heard it's almost a in between but closer to gray carpet and so to those of us myself included that have no experience with that in the past what was that like so a tick less not a tick little less grip but Here's the butt here. You don't have to cut your tires down. Su- I mean, you still have to cut your tires small, but you don't have to go to the ridiculous lengths that top guys do now. And there's no gluing the sidewalls. Okay. That's huge right there. Because yeah. I've said it before that, so when you glue the sidewalls, that's not the big deal. The thing that sucks is when that sidewall chips. If there's a little chip in that sidewall, you're grinding and redoing the whole thing, or you're throwing the tire away and you're trying again. Sure. Um, There are cons to the carpet they were running. In the beginning of the day, it did fuzz up a bit, so you got a little bit of shit in your car. Right. But that went away once the groove came up. Hmm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see someone give CRC a run for their money in the carpet game. Right. I Honestly, though, I don't, I don't see anybody locally making that change anytime soon. Do you? I mean, Andrew's on-road carpet is, what, about one year old now? And Dollar Hobbies would be the same? Did Andrew get new carpet? Didn't he? Or, or was that more like two or three years ago you now? You know what? I think he got new carpet when he got the new place. Okay, so he's, two he, years? Yeah. Sure. It's not old. Yeah. That's for See, yep. So he got new carpet for on-road, and for the off-road, he rolls out his original The old batch. carpet. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we're probably not going to see this stuff locally then. Not for a little bit. It depends, you know. If Andrew really liked it and he really saw a benefit in it, 
because he's the only one locally that has experience with it, and that's why I kind of wanted to talk to him. I just didn't get a chance to text him. Sure. Actually, I, that's a lie. I forgot. I had plenty of chance. But if he liked it, I could see him making the switch. Okay. Cause, uh, how do you th- how do you think that would be received locally? Mix bag. Yeah. I I think for sure a mix bag. I don't think I don't think the people who are a little weaker in setting their cars up will like it because it's like they already have their car set up for black carpet. All their setup sheets are in black carpet and they can't figure things out for themselves. Sure. But the I, from what I hear is the setups are closer from this carpet to black and then the old stuff to black, the old CRC gray. But the sedan guys are the ones really not struggling but having to put a lot of wrench time in. But, yeah. On the gray stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that because, I mean, those cars are pretty loose on CRC. Well, they have. I mean, the the amount of grip on CRC is ridiculous. Yeah. They have to get those cars to rotate. If they'd put in an old gray gray carpet setup in their cars, they would just traction roll everywhere. Okay. So, yeah. is this like a a bit to to try to spark some excitement in on road, or what do you think? Because like, where do you, where do you think on road is right now compared to say a couple of years ago? Well, we have more national and world-class facilities, at least locally, than we have had before with the addition yep. of dollar and all that stuff. But, man, I'll tell you what. It's just all generally down. Yeah. Which is disappointing. I don't know. I don't. I mean... Something needs to spark interest in it. Right. Something needs that to spark being, my interest. I have a car sitting here that I'm probably not even going to put on the damn track. See that? And I, I wanted to ask you about that, and we'll get to it eventually. But that leads me to, you know, there is cool stuff going on in on-road. The, Andrew had the bone crusher Yep. at MMR this weekend. He Now, I don't go back all that far yeah. following entries. But he had 80 people or 80 entries there. That, that seems is, like a really good local on-road race. That is decent for for any carpet race in October. Yeah. Locally. That's not Las Vegas, I should say. Have you ever gone to the Bone Crusher? Maybe once. Okay. But it's so always didn't... kind of fallen on the MNRC final. Oh, uh, that's right. So maybe once. I know Senior's gone. It yeah. looks like a good time. It's so I just it's so cool. Yeah. We already talked about it, you know, how he goes way over the top, the effort that he puts in yep. to put on that show. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, it looks fantastic. So he, yeah, he had eighty entries, um, lots of classes. That's one thing that struck me. Well that there were so many classes. On road. You know. 
that's that's so they should narrow it down right yeah i'm just looking at it like pro light usgt f1 vta 12th stock yeah uh, euro truck sedan yep. stock so 12 13 5 yep. they didn't even have um what didn't they what's missing here yeah they didn't have super stock sedan so that's another class that could have ran well no i i think the way i think andrew's still doing it the old way i'm not sure but i think his stock sedan if he's running usgt that's his stock and his stock would be super stock no he's got they're racing 21.5 oh really yeah, and oh. I, I'm not. Don't quote me, but I thought they had a, I thought he had a motor program for that class. He does for something. I know he does for something. Yep. Um. USGT and VTA, those are two classes that are basically dead everywhere else. Yeah, that's unfortunate too, though, right? Because I mean, I always thought VTA was a good place for somebody that's getting past the sportsman's stage it was until good drive good drivers who are also assholes started putting brand new automatics down on the track in vta sure you they just destroyed the class right it's made for the original rule was you know for it to be like a four or five year old chassis that you have sitting on your shelf yeah that's what it was made for Kind of like the the original idea behind the pro light class, right? Right. Um, not have brand new twelfth scale cars with having to have all the best stuff. I hate to be that guy, but a twelfth scale, you know, a brand new Roche is two hundred and twenty dollars. New automatics yeah. is seven eight hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, so it, you didn't go to the Bone Crusher, no, but. Are you going to go to a big on-road race this year? For announcing, for sure. Not for announcing. I don't know, man. It's just it, no, nothing. The, the The tire prep kills me. It's not hard. It's tedious. I it don't tedious. enjoy it. And that's an issue. I don't enjoy it. The tire yeah. prep. I, I, I love the racing. I love driving the 12 scale. The tire prep is awful. I hate it. I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking again about selling off my stuff. Yeah. It's it's so difficult to sell, though. Just keep one thing. That shit does not move. It Here's doesn't the thing, move. though. It doesn't hold value. The thing that I'm really missing yeah. is... I kind of want to try. I want to try to piece, piece by piece, sell that stuff off. Probably sell the chassis with the servos attached to them. Mm-hmm. You know, at a, obviously I'd, it'll have to be at a super region, reasonable price, or they won't go. Yep. Um, sell off those ESCs because I won't need them anymore. I really want a high bite sprint car for yep. racing down at T's. <laughs> that looks like a good time. Yeah. It's it's a blast, and don't get me wrong. I've I have enjoyed driving the twelfth scale. I just, I yeah, it it is a pain in the ass. 
just yeah, just to get there, it's uh, for me to get to tease, it's a pain in the ass. Or otherwise, I <laughs> yeah, no doubt. For me, it's two hours. To sure, tease. yeah, and it's it's ninety minutes for me, and that's it's not easy to go down and race a Thursday night there because sometimes you get done down there at ten o'clock. Sometimes you're done at nine. Yeah, and that's not that's not terrible getting home at 10:30 and waking up at four i mean it's as long as you know you're not burning the candle at both ends all week long but you're it's not doable. meticulously gluing sidewalls yep yeah no and then the thing down there too is you know it obviously like anything else it depends on how much you race but they really do not burn through those foam tires on that high bite clay oh right yeah it last a long time sure I think uh, Supree, Jason Supree is going to be racing down there again. Oh, so yeah? If he's racing cool. down there again, Scotty Shuttle probably racer. That would be cool if those guys would uh, would go there more. Because I, I know a lot of the guys that race there regularly, and I, I had a blast with them. Yeah, for sure. Charlie, the, the guy that owns Tees, is super great guy. Yeah. I wish you would have put more effort into the off-road track. I miss going there for the MNRC. You guys raced MNRC on that little track? Until 2011. It was, it's not a very big layout. It it was wide lanes. It was big enough. It's yeah. just, I don't know. There, there wasn't, he quit putting the effort in. The Welches were basically doing as much as they could, but it wasn't okay. enough type thing. Sure. And I don't believe there was um, any kind of constant water source or anything like that. So Right. It was a good time there, though. I kind of miss it. I wish you would have kept up on it and all that Pro- stuff. Probably got burnt out, right? I mean, it's nice to have an off season. He doesn't do anything with the track between, like, april and october okay well i was gonna say i don't know when the last time you had an off-road race was probably four years ago it might even be longer than that because i think it was before i got into it okay so yeah yeah maybe like 2014 or something like that yeah (sighs) anyway we got way off track here but yeah i'm i'm sort of thinking about getting (laughs) getting a car that i don't need (laughs) yeah to be to be truthfully honest, if I just if I got rid of my twelfth scales because I'm I don't think I'm quite into them enough as I thought I was going to get. Yep. Um, all I really need is my two wheel drive buggy and my truggy. Yeah. But ah, sprint cars are so sexy. They are, and I they're watch... fun to look at. I I want to say it was from Tease. I watched some video. That happened last weekend, I want to say. Some modified sprint car. Yeah, yeah, their mod class is insane. Dude, it looks like fun. Yeah. But I also like the looser stuff, too. Right, loose dirt oval, yep. Like 510 and Hobby Farm, all that. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, the thing I I do like, and the, the big credit, there's a couple things that I think are huge positives to that whole dirt oval community. One, since I'm into, 
you know, real life one-to-one dirt oval. Yep. I love the scale factor of it. Yeah. You know, I love the, the liveries that people have, you know, they, they either come up with their own scheme or they do a replica car of right. their favorite dirt oval driver. I think that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And the other thing that I like is the track is so simple that you can focus on racing other drivers for sure, rather than just trying to get around your track and make perfect laps for sure. Yeah. So anyway, there's how about it, huh? I gave a shout out to dirt oval on this podcast. Yeah. There you go. It's man. It's something I wish I could get. I've been on the verge of getting into it heavily i i've just never i've just never gone past it i've raced a bit here there the best oval i've ever done is on a roller rink that was yeah where was that st cloud at oh that's right in place sean's deal right um it wasn't sean's deal yet when i did when i did the oval sure i raced there when um he put down the carpet, and we did a uh, road course. But the oval was somebody else. That okay. was a good time. That was like, what was the combination there? Like, what was the surface like? What kind of tires did you use? So my dad had a Delta Villain pan car. He still has it. You use a stock car body. You use whatever foam tires. And you coat them in silicone. It's called Mountain in Minutes. <laughs> and then you lay them down evenly. That that was for the pan car. For the RC, I had a truck. I had an RC10T. And what you did was the original rear tires that came with the RC10T, the giant spike super hard tires, you put that in all four corners. And that, okay. was, that was really good. It was just a fun time. That does that kind of mirror some of the some of the classes that you would find at the uh, the Minnesota oval racing. The what is it? MCOR. Maybe the pan car. Yep. Um, I I believe they're doing all sorts of pan car for uh, the MCOR. I believe is um. The oval ran at MMR. Yep. It, it's similar. Hold on one second. I got to pause this. Sorry. We'll be back in just a second. All right. We're back. Just had to find the kids' homework. So. So, yeah. And you can't really get into oval racing at this point because you just got another car. Yeah. It's good. Uh, good weekend at the MNRC. We yeah. Tell us about it. Well, I kind of want to work. I'm gonna jump around a little bit. First, we'll get into the raffle. Kelly Roberts won the A scale electric buggy. Um, I won the. I won the um, B six point one DL. So how pumped were you? insanely pumped because now i can have you make did you make a noise no almost (laughs) almost but now i have a carpet car and a dirt car 
I can go what to is dollar. The DL? What what's the L? I want to say it means dirt layback because it doesn't have the lay down transmission, which I'm going to have to replace it. It's a transmission case and the idler gear or gears. Okay. I think it's one gear. I'm going to have to because the layback, it's just a different feel that you don't want. Really? At least I don't want it. I want my so I'm going to take my B6 now and I'm going to make that into a carpet car. But I want the DL to feel just like my car I have right now that has the lay down transmission. Sure. So it's just a transmission case and an idler gear which I can get it all for under 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, but I super pumped. And then um Sean Van Dalen, the FTR crew, gave a bunch of hoodies. Um, the Bizey family gave uh, fuel bottles. Cool. Yeah. Shelby Tompkins did his own little drawing that had... He he gave away door prizes there, too. It's cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, what was that? And think... if I'm not mistaken, Nick Nick went and raced, didn't he? Yeah, Nick, Nick went and raced. Um, Shelby and I marshaled for him. Cool. We helped tune him in, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he did too bad. Um, his son came and raced yes or Sunday. It still feels like it's Monday. <laughs> it was physically a rough weekend on me. I ain't, <laughs> yeah? I ain't sleep all weekend. <laughs> that was awful. That part was awful. The racing was great. <clears throat> but yeah, we raised just over 1200 bucks for Nick and stuff. Um, his leg and the surgery they've done is pretty brutal. Really? Hopefully he'll be back on his feet in February. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, Duluth, they didn't screw up the surgery, but they screwed up a lot of the timelines and things that were actually wrong and whatever oh the cat's here she's late <laughs> 30 minutes the cat's, in. the cat's becoming a regular co-host yeah yeah she's she's pretty late tonight but yeah no it was awesome in so i bought 35 dollars worth of raffle tickets throughout like a four-week period or what whatever sure the ones that I bought two at the series, and the the one I bought at the series was one of the ones that were drawn. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I got about a dozen messages asking if I wanted to sell it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, that one's a keeper for me. Honestly, if I would have won the electric buggy, the A-scale, I think I would have eBayed it. Because the e-buggy is just not yeah. my class. Right. Um, Maybe I would have kept it, but I probably would have eBayed it and bought some more 10-scale stuff. Yeah. So. Well, good. I'm glad you won the buggy then. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, dude, it was a great weekend. The track was awesome. Cool. Yeah, we were, we got on two bar tires. Well, actually, I should say with the nitro buggy, 
I did not. Because I ended up in the B main. I wasn't too far out of the A, though. Okay. So I was having problems finding a good tire. Because I guessed wrong, because usually the dome is buckshots. M4 buckshots are easy to drive, and they last forever. Sure. For some reason, they were edgy and so hard to drive. So I'm panicking, and I'm running worn-out hole shots. The Hens family comes up to me, and they're like, here, try these. If you like them, you can have them. Like, what? Yeah, if you like them, you can have them. I'm like, okay. They were sweep carbides in a yellow X compound. So yellow is like J concept screen. And the X is like some kind of long wear thing. Whatever. Okay. And what it is, it's like a whole shot pin in a reflex pattern. Ryan, they were so good. <laughs> that's awesome. They were. That's that's the first time I've I've heard somebody that's not a sweeps driver say that about a sweeps tire. Well, the Hens boys have been driving very well, and it's like you know what? No one's given their stuff a shot. Like Alec and Kate, and they represent. Alec came out with the chart. What? sweep tire you run at what track and what compounds to make it simple and i get it i get why no one's ran sweeps because their 10 scale stuff it looks like i looked at it and it looks like it's all stuck in like 2012 2013 right it's like oh i like their stuff i want to get some 10 scale stuff and the buggy tires are still running the 10 droids sure which is super old design but I ran these, so they felt like a whole shot, except they had more grip coming out of the corner so I could get into my throttle a lot sooner. Like probably five, six feet sooner I could get on it. Sure. But they rotated about the same. They they made the car so much easier to drive, and Senior was impressed too. He's going to try some stuff for the Truggy. They... We've been sleeping on sweep tires, I think. But I kind of get it. You, it's hard to try brands that aren't Proline or J Concepts or AKA. Because you got tires like James Racing, which is a cheap. And honestly, you get what you pay for with James Racing tire alternative. And you have VP Pro, who are some of the b- biggest thieves in the industry. So it's like sweep has always kind of in the past has fallen in that category. Like, well, if they were really that good, they everyone would be running them type of deal. Sure. Nah, we we've just been sleeping on it. They're, they're excellent tires. I I'm shocked, and I have over an hour on the tires that I ran, and I still have two thirds tread left. I could still get nice. full days of qualifier or full days of practice and a round of qualifying out of them. Seriously, I I think more people should give them a shot. 
So you might pick some of those up for next year? I might see if I can get a deal just for a scale. <laughs> okay. As crappy as that sounds, I, I looked at their 10-scale stuff and saw that they're still running 10 droids on the 10-scale buggy. I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. Right. But uh, they are making strides, and they're constantly developing their A-scale program, which is very impressive. But, yeah, no, seriously, though, if you want to learn more, and I'm going to talk to them after a little bit closer to next season, talk to the Hins family about how to get sweep tires or whatever. Because I don't think they sell them on E-Main. But, yeah, totally worth it. Uh, cool. Yeah. A little disappointing. It was, kind of the, it was kind of the Seth Van Dalen show up there, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll get into that in a second, but I was a little disappointed in the low entries. Well, there there was 100. Bare, 99. Sure. Dude, it's the dome. <laughs> it is the dome. Usually there's 150. I mean... Eh, not the last two seasons, but we could have expected 120 to 130. Sure. And I don't think, I think a lot of it has to do with if you don't have a hard wall camper, you're going to have to spend money on a hotel. Okay. That deters some families for sure. Um, Another thing. The first layout they did that um, the Badlands crew did this year, it was good, but it got a little too blown out for a lot of people's liking. Yep. They actually made an awesome layout this time around, and they fixed those issues. Cool. The the track, there, there were a couple little bumps that developed, but it's the type of bumps that make it fun you know there's that point to where the track changes and there's a new bump in this corner and all that and it's fun sure but it's not blown out that's where it got to it's just a little bumpy i liked it uh yeah the layout was way better but the badlands crew did a great job building it for sure I was impressed, but yeah, it was a light turnout. We thought it would be more because we intentionally held it on MEA weekend. So, um, I don't know. Just so kids didn't have to miss school and whatnot. Yeah. What'd you get for weather? Oh, it was 60 to 65 for highs. That ain't bad. No. I think that screwed with some of the tire choice, though. But, yeah, it is what it is. I finished six in the B. I should have been much better. My car was good. I've been talking to Kevin Van Ert. We've been trying to figure out why I cannot settle into a race until about five to six minutes. And? We we don't know why. <laughs> I, I can't say. I just crap the bed for the first five to six minutes and then I settle in and drive well but by that point I'm already a lap or so down yeah 
So, yeah. Are you are you overdriving in that first stint? Over under one of the two, both. Yeah. I just I think I need more long mains. Sure. Which I did not have many of this year because of the no, rain delay. No, you delayed. didn't really go eight scale racing except for MNRC and what one or two of the FTR races? One FTR race, I ain't race A scale. Right. Oh, okay. Yep. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that's not very many races. No. That's not very many times to yeah. run your vehicle. Yeah. But Seth crushed it. He came from the B in Nitro buggy to win everything. He qualified yeah, how about behind that, huh? me. He had two failures. Um, one of the failures, he had a total rear diff failure. It was nuts, but. Yeah, he bumped up from the B to win it all. Yeah, he started, obviously, you know, what would have been 10th place in yep. that main, finishes more than a lap up. Yeah, it took him a while to pick everybody off. Right. Um, it is a battle between Kyle Holmberg and Jared Wiggins for the lead. Jared crashed, blew didn't blow out, but... He had a little issue and flamed out and had to come back in Nitro Buggy. Sure. It, yeah, it was, it was fun. I only got to see a couple corners of the main because I was marshalling it. So I saw where they were when they came by me, and it's like, oh, man, this is close, this is close. And it's like, oh, crap, where's Jared? And, yeah, so. But those two looked like they had a battle in e buggy. Did you catch that A main number two where they were only separated by a less less than a second? I did not. Oh bummer. I I know it's a bummer, but so I had to help tear up pipe. So I was packing up my pits. I should have sure. waited. But yeah, it was good. Seth drove well. Jared drove well. Kyle Holmberg drove well. I mean, they were. It was them three and then, like, everybody else. Right. So. And then none of those guys were in Truggy, so at least somebody got to do some winning other than Seth. Yeah. Uh, Did Tony Sletton win Truggy? Yeah, Tony Sletton, Pablo Ayers, and Zach Van Dalen. Yep, yep. I'll tell you what. uh, Zach's mini Truggy, he was... uh, he was doing nitro buggy lap times with his mini truggy. A couple no of, doubt. A couple of the rounds, he had a better fast lap in mini truggy than he did nitro buggy. <laughs> it's like, that is ridiculous. Sure. And actually, in the main, uh, old Papa son, Sean Van Dalen, he put down the fast lap, 26.3. Yeah, the um, mini truggy, so... I want to say round three, Zach got a 25-8. Really? Yeah. It was a rougher main. I led half of it. And then I just choked. (laughs) It was me, too, because I made made a proper tire choice. I did the S3 uh, Positrons. So if I got out of the groove, I'd still have a little bit of grip in the dust. Not much, but way more than the clay compound. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a good time. But yeah. Well, you finished on the podium. How about it? Yeah, about time. Beat your buddy Mike Nesbitt finally. Well, Mike's usually Mr. Consistency, and I usually get the hot lap up on him, and it was vice versa this time around. So. Is that your only MNRC podium of the year? Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thanks. It was It was a rough year, and I don't know why. I, I don't know. It, it was a bummer for me. But hey, uh, on a positive note, Senior got a mini truggy. Yeah, what's his plan? That's going to be his dirt vehicle. All right. Because he's going to do another buggy, but he's like, yeah. He was thinking about mini truggy for a while, and then he's like, I don't want a techno. He didn't want an x ray. And then we were at the 510 a couple weeks ago. It's like, you know, my truck's really lazy right now, but try it. He tried it and he loved it. He drove it for a battery pack. Cool. So that's yeah. usually all it takes. We were at the five ten a couple weeks ago. I, I I should take at least half of Ben's wins because he was on my tires. <laughs> <laughs> His well, tires, that was nice. Of you what? Uh, oh, what yeah. was the deal there? His tires didn't come, so he's gonna try racing on hole shots and whatnot. It's like, dude, you're not gonna suffer like that here. And I hooked him up with tires. Well, that was awfully nice of you. Well, yeah, Ben's a friend. I'm not going to let him suffer. But, yeah, he senior went in there with a six-year-old B44.2 and cleaned up in 13.5 four-wheel. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Good for him. Well, the thing is, I'm like, well, to be fair, the c- competition was a little weak in four-wheel. But sure. I, I, I'm like, yeah, let me try battery in it so i drove it after the race day the car was good (laughs) i mean good it jumped well it had decent quarter speed and all that other crap i think the reason we quit running them because in mod they were twitchy they were kind of shitty but in 13.5 his car was very good yeah yeah so, five ten was a good time. That a couple ca- weeks. that car was just a just a little bit before, like just a hair before me. So when it, I started racing off road, the the yep. four four point three it had was, just come out. Yep. So it was a hair before thirteen five four wheel also. Right. Yep. So let's see here. We got questions, and then we should uh, maybe wrap her up. I'm low energy. I've been working out. <laughs> too much <laughs> i might I've have been, a... i've been standing outside in the rain getting blown around too much too oh that sucks that'll wear a guy out right there uh yeah i might have a fight in december if they cool. can find me an opponent so i started working hard today so let's see here First question is from Ryan Knutson, the new 17.5 FTM class. What's FTM? 17.5 FTM. Um, do you think he means the touring car class at at uh, Dollar Hobbies? I thought Dollars 
It's a seventeen five motor. It's the the non timing fixed well, timing. If it's fixed timing, I'm all for it. I think uh I think more people should do it. I think all stock racing should be fixed timing. Oh yeah, FTM, fixed time motor. Yeah, fixed timing. That should be stock, but it's not. And it but it should be. Right. That's, that's what I think. Um, let's see. Do you have any opinions on that one? Yeah, I'm I don't really have any opinions that relate to that class, but um yeah, if it makes racing a hair cheaper and you can spend some more money on tires or pizzas or Mountain Dew, whatever, I'm all for it. Right. Speaking of, and I'm going to toot the mini truggy horn a little more, <laughs> that's been my cheapest class to run all year. Because in the Nitro Series, I'll be fair, I should have gone through three sets of whole shots. I only went through two. And uh, throwing positive. Why is that? Ah, I got cheap, and the foam <laughs> the foams blew apart at the dome. I mean, they're gone. Okay. So I should have gone three sets, but it was super cheap to run. Uh, let's see, Jeremiah Salberg. With mid motor being the norm, is rear motor still competitive? And do you think? They would ever bring back rear motor race buggy. I bet they wish they had a rear motor at the Worlds. Yeah. The only place I know locally where a rear motor is relevant is, uh, and I don't even know if it's still this way, but the super stock class, which is essentially street stock yep. down at uh, down at T's in Rochester, Minnesota. Um yeah their class was a rear motor class. Well, that's what all the street stocks and all that, that's what they were supposed to be were rear motor cars. And then they got away okay. from that rule. I don't know if Rochester did, but a lot of other places did because nobody makes a rear motor car anymore. Correct. Yeah. I don't know if he's, if he's bumped that up yet or not, but I know there's a lot of really old chassis running in that class down there. So, well, man, they still look good. That's the thing. So, Silver Bullet, Mikey Johnson is his name from Duluth. He was down at the 510 with the rear motor T4.2. And it looked very good. He yeah, took, I've took been s- beat multiple times by that damn, not his truck specifically. Yeah. Well, but. up in Duluth. Rear motor for sure. If you're running outdoors and the track is loamy, a mid-motor might get a faster lap for sure, but you're going to be so much more consistent with the rear motor. If you put a B4.2 down on an outdoor loamy track, I I bet you, dude, if you ran 10-scale two-wheel drive at FTR or Duluth, Rear motor for sure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but other than that, other than those applications, I don't see it being competitive again. Because if you go on high grip clay, nothing beats a mid motor. I don't think. 
All right. Alakins. What was your impression of the 40-plus class, and what are your thoughts on making a permanent class on 20, in 2020? My thought was there were more positives than I thought. How so? The right people ran in it. There were no sandbaggers. It was good racing up until a couple people broke and let Senior get away. Like uh, Joe Scaramell and Corey Hins were on the tail of Senior in that half-hour main. Um, I think they both had runaways or radio issues, which sucks for them. But it it was great competition. Um, Having it a mixed class wasn't a big deal. I thought it would be kind of dumb and lopsided. But it actually wasn't bad having it a mixed A scale nitro. Did uh, Swenson run his truck or his car? Car. Okay. Yeah. I think Senior and Frenchy are the only ones that ran Truggy. And I want to say Frenchy took third, maybe second. Yep. Yeah, Senior, then Rob Logan, and then Frenchy. Yeah. But really, in that race, it was senior Corey Hens and Joe Scaramell battling it out. But that's why you run 30-minute mains. Um, do you think it sticks? I hope. I really They're do. They're going to need more guys. Yes, but this was like the first trial run. Right. But I, I just, like so many people were begging for it that I figured more than 10 guys would run it. The turnout was light. The overall turnout. And, you know, I kind of got on Tim Slant, and it's like, hey, use one of your kids' cars. You know, Tony's cars are sitting right there. Put one on the track. I, I bet he wouldn't care if Tim ran his truggy. Right. But, yeah, it, <laughs> I want it to stick. I do. Also, it's good to, um, it's a good breaker between nitro buggy and electric buggy. How far do you have to go to 40? Ah, three years. Oh, okay. That's, that's too far off to, to know if you're going to run it or not. Yeah. You know, we'll see. I'm not against it. I'm not against it as I used to be. (laughs) There should be quite a few more people in the time that you turn 40, though. There should be quite a few more regulars that would be into it. I think with higher entries, I bet that would have gone down to a B main. Sure. I bet if there's 120 to 130 entries, there would have been a small B. Right. Yeah, it was missing uh, Bruce St. Ives and Jake Glander. They weren't there. Well, they don't do the Nitro Series anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, people got, there was some weirdness that happened. Also, a lot of those guys just can't justify weekend races, taking vacation, all that, which can't blame a guy for that. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I like it. It was good. It didn't take a ton of extra time, so. Kyle Gaines had a few questions. 
He goes, I still want to know why Lozy dropped the micro crawler and trail trekker. Us micro guys are still not happy. Nothing else is even close. Well, I don't know for sure, but Lozy is owned by Horizon, a big, big company, Horizon Hobby. And if those vehicles didn't sell X number, they're going to cut it no matter what. Sure. Never going to bring it back. That's the thing. You don't see Lozy making re-releases of anything. So once it's gone, it's gone. I mean, it's a shame. They have discontinued a lot of good vehicles. Yeah. Do you know their what? sliders? People would kill to have their sliders Dude, back. Dude, they're late models. Yep. We used to race those late models up at Lakeside back in 2009, 2010, and we had to find them on eBay then. They didn't have them new then. <laughs> but we got like 20 or 30 of those little bastards going around the track. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah, once they discontinue, it's just done. And it sucks. But are you familiar with those vehicles? I'm not familiar with the crawlers. Nope. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea what he's talking about. Yep. He's got some podcasting questions. He goes, I need some help starting a podcast. Crawler mostly. Any advice? And then it's, uh, do you guys use Skype? Can you do individual tracks for a Skype call? So we'll work backwards. First, you need a RSS feed. You need to go through Podbean or Lipson or whatever. It's about 14 bucks a month. And then once you have your feed, it's free to post uh, like Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. It's free. That's the easy part. Now, you might make sure your audio sounds good. I'm using a Behringer Q1202 USB board. I use Neewer NW800 mics, and I use Audacity program to record. Now, Audacity, I'm not the only one with this problem to where the volume slider goes up and down. It's so frustrating to a lot of people that a lot of people have stopped using the program to record. You can use Skype and record on different tracks. I just don't know how. I do not edit this. I just put it up once we're done. You know what I mean? Another thing, the biggest thing, you need content. The first stab at this, I add content because I had my own series. The second stab at this, I did not have any content. And the first 10 episodes on my RSS feed a rambling bullshit. There is only one good episode in the first 10. And then when we brought it back March of this year, because I, I believe the first one was me, you, and Chris Martin at the 510, that's when I started having content. I made notes and 
Ryan, you make notes sometimes. You do results. We yep. have content. You need quality content. You can't just do it on the fly. You need to do prep work. I don't. Is there anything? If you do it, if you do it on the fly, you end up sounding like the first thirty minutes of the Radio Impound podcast, which isn't exactly a great thing. Sometimes, no. It's it's, it's it's Rona going to Starbucks and those guys talking about basketball. I want to know what kind of keyboard Rona has. That it's so goddamn loud. Sounds like uh, you I know, think the, it's the user. Versus, think, I, I, I think I think he's just an old school basher. Well, he probably had a typewriter at some point. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like um, the old early '90s IBM keyboards with like the two inch stroke. <laughs> sure, that's what it sounds like. But he's got that. And he's not quite, I don't think he's actually quite old enough for it, but he does have that old school, I used to do this on a typewriter stroke because he is absolutely bashing the shit out of that keyboard. God, he's right on that border. He's (laughs) early 40s. Right. So he's right there. I'm sure he's had plenty of experience with typewriters and whatnot. And then, yeah, if you have good content and you find somebody good to rap with, I mean, they've they've got the largest segment, pretty much, I think, still in RC. Right, right. If if you got something good, you should be able to make something happen. Um. Also, too, a couple of good guests help. Um, the Extra Lap uh, RC podcast, you know. They're recording on phones, but they had Bruno Coelho on three episodes ago. Right after he won the world championships. Oh, wow. I mean, they have content. And they've had Neil Craig on. They've, they've had a lot of good guys. So, We're going to step our game up. I'm always afraid to ask. <laughs> and, you know, since... So, we don't have exactly filthy mouths but we don't have exactly clean mouths either and sometimes more me than you say controversial things (laughs) and i don't know man i guess i'm afraid of the rejection saying no i don't want to be related to your podcast type thing oh i don't think we're nearly edgy enough for that i was afraid to submit our podcast into live RC for so long. <laughs> so yeah, it's, you need, I, th- I think we, I think we both do a pretty good job of, because I think if we totally took the gloves off, Oh God, you know, it could get, it could get a lot worse, but then the problem is you and I both have to go to these local tracks exactly. and see these people. If I took the gloves all the way off, I could get sued by at least five people. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I don't go there. Oh, man, where did the... Oh, crap, I hit the wrong thing. Scooter Scott, any plans to give Dirt Oval a whirl anytime soon? I want to. I don't know, though. What about... Well, you said earlier you're thinking about tees. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of going back and forth in my head. I don't actually need a car to go down to tease and race, and I need to keep reminding myself of that. Um, my good friend and sort of cousin, Jim Blunt, he's got a ton of cars, and he's always willing to give up one of his classes to me. So, yeah. It's tough for me to wrestle his sprint car away from him, though, and that that's the class that I'd I'd be entertained to get into. I used to run this class down there called Midwest Modified. Is and that the short course? It's no, it's this one is is based off of actual purpose built for high bite Midwest Modified chassis, but they're they're a little bit more basic. Okay. than the rest of the chassis because when it comes to high bite that stuff those chassis are super specific i was gonna say nobody racing on high bite is doing they're not doing short course conversions they're not taking two-wheel drive off-road buggies and converting them except for in that street stock class outside of that none of that is happening if it's you buy bite, a specific chassis yep. for high bite if it's high bite enough wouldn't you almost want it to be a pan car Um, I, I don't know. You don't, you don't see anything like that. I, and I think maybe just because there does have to be so much, um, weight transfer Okay. in them cars. So you need, and you need stroke in order to do that. I have, I don't know, but, um, an old hot trick RC 10, I should show up there with that (laughs) hot trick RC 10 sprint car. There you go. Yeah, I'd get my ass kicked. Fun stuff though. I'd I've I've never gone down there and had a bad time. Yeah. All right. Last one. So oh how much I don't know exactly what he meant by this, but Ben Sovacool goes the five ten. Well, I kinda talked about the trophy race we had there. The the turnout was light for two reasons one of the reasons was a lot of people were just busy like i talked to a lot of people that aren't wrapped up in anything and they just had things going on that weekend then another thing is and i forgot to fill you in fully about this i'll do it after there's some drama going on and I've gotten each side of the story, and I've heard every little part of it. And the truth lies in the middle. Does that make sense? Sure. And I promise, Chris, I want to be specific about any kind of. It's it's not even something. It's not even something that should be a thing. You should if you want to go to the five ten and race, you should for sure. I'm going to be there for their trophy races. Um, and I'm going to be there for yeah, some actually, of their non-trophy races, too. I had a question about the 510 What's relating that? to the season opener. How were your new parts? New, oh, you, are you talking about my uh, shock tower on my mini truggy? Correct. Lazy. It is not an indoor tower. <laughs> okay. I got a I got a clay tower to put back on it. My truck was so lazy. It was easy. It was lazier than yours. 
Like, you know how you drove mine and you're like, oh, there's so much steering. And I'm like, yours is super easy to drive. Yeah. Mine was even easier. Okay. I thought that might be a little to your advantage early in the season, but maybe you had, did you guys have more traction? Grip came up. Then, okay. Yeah. We started out the day, let's say in stock buggy, we started out the day doing like quick 15 second laps. We ended the day in mid 14 second. So it picked up quite a bit, and the layout's really fun. It's different. I was so pissed off until I figured it out. And I figured it out. I'm like, oh, this is rad. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those uh, things. Toy box season opener this Saturday. Are you going? (laughs) No, I tried so hard. I feel like such a douchebag for not going, but. I'd be a bigger douchebag if I missed my son's birthday. Ah, yes. I forgot that. It keeps coming up. Um, I tried to get him twice. So that, that place is going to be packed. Um, so they're kicking around the idea of doing novice two-wheel drive and novice four-wheel drive classes. I like it because a couple times last year, well, Joey and I forget the young girl's name. It's... um. Savannah? Savannah. Savannah has a four-wheel buggy, but it was Joey, Savannah, and maybe a Pro 4 or two. The Pro 4s would just plow into Joey and Savannah. <laughs> right. I mean, that is basically a sportsman class at the toy box. Yeah. I. You know, if there were two two-person sportsman classes, I would volunteer Marshall at the end of each of them if it didn't go back-to-back with my class. Because nobody's learning anything in a demolition derby. Yep. I, I like the idea. No, the toy box this Saturday. I forgot. Yeah, the 26th. I'm so bummed I'm not going to be there. But kid's birthday. Got to. Sure. I would rather. You know what? To be fair, I could go to the toy box myself, but I'm not going to do that. Sure. There might be a little bit of a split between people that. There's probably a little bit of crossover oh, there because is up at Thunder Road yep. is the J-Con Midwest Carpet National this weekend. Yep, you got, I looked at that list and you got quite a few people. It's going to be, uh, there's a lot of crossover to be honest. Sure, I'd, but there I would say none of the Toy Box faithful right. are going to be up there. But yeah, you're going to get guys like, yeah, guys like Tor, and I mean, I don't know who else is running it, but there's a bunch. Probably the Van Dalens, probably Holmberg. Yep, they'll they'll be there. Uh, sure, Tony Sletton. This will be Tony Sletton's second time running on carpet ever. Man, I hope somebody runs mod and they can do it all right. Uh, Will Brinton is coming up from Omaha to run mod. Okay. Yeah. Will's a good guy. He's a Hobbyplex local. But I wonder he's a, if Seth will race mod. God, I hope. I mean, how when you're that talented, how could you not? Especially when there's a class. Yeah, when, I, when all the... Go ahead. Oh, I was just... I think I was going to say what you were going to say. Just, yeah, there's a lot of names yeah. showing up for this thing. I get running stock... When nobody, like, okay, when hacks like 
you and I, well, me more so than you, are running mod. I get why Seth doesn't run mod over stock. <laughs> right. But you guys have guys like Mayfield and all that crap coming. Brett Tilkey's coming to run 40-plus. I mean, you, dude, it's a stacked. It's an it's it's an A-level race because of the yeah. drivers, for sure. I'm excited for that for them. It went from a high B level race to a to an A level race when Mayfield and those guys decided they were going to make it. Yeah, Hotnin, Tollard, dude, it's seriously. I, I don't know. Sunday, I might go before open mat and go watch some mains. I might. We'll see. Oh. Seems like it'd be worth it. I God, I wish I wish the race was on clay. If the race was on clay, I'd either you know I might not be racing, but I'd definitely show up and watch some. If the race was on clay, I'd say Joey, your birthday party's at the damn track. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not really, but you know. Uh, I hear you. Yeah. Oh, one more quick note. Um, I got sponsored by Donathan RC. Hey. For first sponsor I've had in a couple of years. And I well, you know, I I pimp Donathan's stuff on here constantly. I've had him on the podcast to talk him about talk about his charge leads and his warming bags and whatnot. Yeah. I'm the first person to get a free charge lead from um referral points. Whoop, whoop. It only seemed to be, I mean, that was my first good fit sponsorship. You know, was it was it kind of custom then? Did you kind of tell them what you wanted done or? Oh, you mean with the charge lead or sponsorship? Yep. Yeah the the lead. Oh, with the lead, I because I know him I know exactly. he builds to order. Yep, I told him exactly what I wanted, and he did it. Cool. And I'm going to build another one because I don't like the bullets I chose. I thought I would, and I did not. <laughs> okay. I chose the four into fives. Yep. So you know how with a regular solid bullet, it's a nice slide in and out type thing? Sure. The four into five, it's more of an abrupt push in hard, pull out hard type situation. Yeah. I don't like that feeling. The leads are very solid. Oh, I love that feeling. I, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm just too tired to tell if you're being, <laughs> being weird or <laughs> no. I, I. It's just, yeah. I he uh, made my driver profile on his web page and everything. It's awesome. Cool. Zach Donathan's an awesome guy, and I like his products. Sure seems like it. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, and like I said, I might, for next year, I might try to get a A-scale-only sweep deal. Because out of all the tires I tried, when the track was at the pin tire deal, I was faster and more consistent with sweep tires, and it was way more comfortable for me to drive. So... Yeah, I'm going to see if I could get an A-scale deal for sweep tires and 
maybe uh, Craig will let me hop on the Team Associated team. How about it? Are you going to hop on the Team Associated team? I don't need to. I already have my car. True. But well, but I'm I, definitely not going to go away from my techno truggy. You know, I was sitting here thinking I need new 10-scale stuff, but I just got a new buggy and a raffle. Yeah, you did. But you are going to need their A-scale buggy. Yep, I'm going to need a fresh one because I think what I'm going to do is uh, take my current one and I'm going to make that into my junker car that I'm going to go over to Keith Raid's house to go and practice on a couple times. Oh, awesome. That's going to be fun. Well, I mean, and I don't mean junker as in a piece of crap car. I mean junker as I'm only going to do clutch maintenance on it. Sure. That type of thing. Yeah, practice car. Yeah, because... It's, just getting laps. Yep. I'm not going to change the fluids, all that crap, because it's not about that. Oh, he's getting clay in. I talked to Ooh. him. He had about 16 loads delivered, and he's going to keep delivering clay in, to his track until either A, he has enough, or B, until the snow flies. Oh, mint. Dude, I'm excited because it's so close to me. I mean, seriously, eight minutes. You'll be back into your practice game. It'll be like you're a teenager again. Well, you know, think about that, too. Maybe that'll help my long mains. Just get more comfortable with the car, plain and simple, because I only drove my A scale six six times this year. Wheel time is huge. It you is. know, I, I did not, I didn't do much racing last year but you know what i did do i was deep into vrc oh yep yep last year i was getting tons of laps every single week did you do spec buggy Mm, what's oh no i I wouldn't race the spec class i never did have much fun with that okay well the spec buggy was the only thing i could get a handle of because oh yeah you (laughs) the base setups on the mod cars are so unbelievably bad there and the what you have to do to the car to make it good it doesn't make no sense sense. yeah yeah it doesn't make any sense so if you don't have a buddy that at least sends you a decent car to say hey take a look at it i know this makes absolutely no sense but this is what you have to run in vrc unfortunately Right. right right and that's the thing i Alan, at the time, I don't know if I was running with him. I don't think I was running with him. I think we were kind of running in the same deal, but not at the same time. We sure. were we were both running the spec buggy back when I was doing it. Yep. Just because it was the only thing. You put it down and it's good to go. Right. It still didn't feel 100% right. <laughs> no. So. All right. Should we end it? It's uh, getting a little late. No doubt. All right. Well, that was awesome having you back. You got one podcast Yeah, good off. to be back. Yeah. Yep. Everyone was wondering where you were. I'm like, yeah, you wanted to sit that one out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Joe Zer Jr. And with me is Ryan Greening, and we've ran out of talent. <laughs>